0: This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news.
1: And the ground offensive, you could say, is easy to track, easier to track. You can see the soldiers, you can see the tanks, you can see who's winning and who's not. But what about the digital offensive? That's a lot harder. For starters, we don't know what is real anymore. Take a look at this video. What do you see? President Zelensky of Ukraine addressing the media. The same green t-shirt, the same background, classic Zelensky. This video was broadcast on Ukrainian TV. But the viewers were in for a surprise because in this video, Zelensky was not condemning Russia. He was not calling for peace. He was asking his soldiers to surrender. I know it's shocking, except this is not the real Zelensky. This is a deep fake video. It was broadcast on Ukraine TV by Russian hackers. If you look closely, you can notice the difference. His head is too big. His neck is too stiff. Plus, there is a difference in skin tone. Ukrainian viewers were quick to realize this. Their experts immediately busted the deep fake. Zelensky himself addressed the issue on instagram he called it a childish provocation in this case he's right this deep fake was not a good attempt cyber experts are calling it a cheap fake within hours, facebook twitter and youtube got it removed but what if the attempt was better what if the deep fake was more sophisticated well that is the big worry for both sides before we discuss this tech war let's cover the basics what exactly is a deep fake simply put it's an artificial media. You can put someone's face on another person's body. You can make them do anything. Admit to crime, spread fake news, anything you want. It's like photoshopping on steroids. This video should give you a better idea.
0: Killmonger was right. Or uh, Ben Carson is in the sunken place. Or how about this, simply, President Trump is a total and complete Moving forward, we need to be more vigilant with what we trust from the Internet. That's a time when we need to rely on trusted news sources. It may sound basic, but how we move forward in the age of information is going to be the difference between whether we survive or whether we become some kind of dystopia. Thank you.
1: I'm sure you figured that that wasn't the real Obama but in that case it was a prank there were no real stakes in Ukraine things are very different volodymyr zelensky is the commander in chief of ukraine's armed forces his deep fakes can influence this war and russia is notorious for disinformation campaigns fake news propaganda reels deep fakes the kremlin has aced all of it but they're not the only ones who do this. The history of disinformation is as old as the history of war. I can give you many examples. Here's one from the Second World War. The Allies were planning the invasion of Sicily in 1943. But they needed to draw the Germans away. So what did they do? They procured a random dead body, dressed it up as a British captain, and dropped it near the coast of Spain. How did that help? You see, the dead body was planted with fake British documents. Those documents hinted at an invasion of Greece, not Sicily. So the Germans sent all their reinforcements to Greece and Sicily was captured easily. Long story short, disinformation worked in 1943. And remember, that was rudimentary stuff. Today's technology makes disinformation much more dangerous. Teenagers in a basement could make deep fakes. This one of Zelensky was busted, the next one may not. And it's not just Russia, the West is also waging a disinformation war. Take this video for instance. Again, what do you see? President Putin giving one of his typical addresses, except the content is shocking. In this video, Putin says Russia has surrendered. He's asking Russian soldiers to leave Ukraine. Needless to say, it's a deep fake. Now, some of these videos are easy to spot. You can make out the edited portion, whether it's the facial expressions, the skin tone, or even gestures. But this process takes time asked Britain's defence secretary Ben Wallace. He spent 9 minutes on a video call with a deep fake Ukrainian prime minister. It was choreographed perfectly. The call came from another government department. It seemed quite genuine. It was requested in the name of a Ukrainian embassy official. So Ben Wallace ended up speaking to this deep fake for 9 whole minutes. How did he realize the truth when the conversation turned fishy? The deepfake Prime Minister asked Ben Wallace three questions. Was Britain planning deployments to the Black Sea? Is Ukraine willing to drop its NATO bid? And should Ukraine get nuclear weapons? Wallace realised something was off. Within seconds, he cut the call. And he wasn't alone. Something similar happened to Preeti Patel, the Home Secretary. These incidents reveal two problems. Number one, the land of James Bond is losing its edge. And number two, Russia is stepping up its disinformation campaign. Targeting two NATO ministers is not everyday propaganda. Does this mean Russia is getting desperate? Or was this digital offensive always part of the plan? Either way, it's a wake-up call for everyone. We used to say, see it to believe it. Well, not anymore. Now it is, see it, analyze it, run it through a computer, and then believe it.